0: we're pulling the curtain back looking at how a podcast is made and this is going to be season two episode 51 welcome home my friends to the teacher answers podcast a show where i take high school students questions and answer them in the most no-nonsense way possible my name is sam griffin Twenty-nine year veteran high school teacher and the examiner of the teenage brain, and I'm coming to you live from the Ohio ACT conference in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> that was that was actually not my fake applause thing, like I usually have. So thank you everybody for coming. I hope this. I hope you learned something from it. Uh, welcome everybody as we take a look at how to simply make a podcast. So the uh, first thing I want to do is. Uh, PowerPoint. Come on, PowerPoint. There we go. Is what is a podcast? Who made the first one, right? That guy. People my age probably recognize him. The big hair of the 80s. Does anybody know? Adam Curry. Adam Curry. 2004. Joe Rogan. uh, Most people think he started very recently, but it's actually 2009 is when Joe Rogan started. Um, Podcasts. If you're like... And, and I'm I'm shocked at how many people I work with um, have never listened to one. They don't even know they have a podcast app on their phone. They have an iPhone, don't know there's a podcast app. Um, think of it like millions of radio stations on specialty things that you could drill down into whatever it is you wanted to listen to. Okay? So today we're going to talk about how to make a podcast. So why... So for the people here or anybody joining me for the first time, why did I create one? Um, well, we did this thing at Mideast, um, called Career Tree Tuesday, and that was um, a branding effort that our school went through. Where each lab, like we're talking carpentry, cosmo, nursing, all the labs that are our, our career center, um, has these big visual trees, and like the roots of it are the academics, and then the the branches of it are, you know, the jobs that they do and stuff like that. So it's like a visual, um, visual way of looking at the long-term success. Um, but we had this event on Tuesdays called career tree Tuesday. And the teachers were supposed to talk for five minutes every Tuesday about life after high school or success, stuff like that. And it was really cool. And it's probably my favorite part of the week. Cause it was just different than, um, the normal math and science that I was teaching. Um, but one of the things I ran out of stuff to do one day and I said, okay, you guys just take half sheet of paper, write me three anonymous questions and throw it up here. And the, the very first one I think was called what is happiness, three words, what is happiness question mark. And I went off on it for a couple of minutes and, and so that became a thing And, and students always look forward to the Tuesdays. Um, and then when COVID happened, that all stopped, and I missed it. And so many students say you need to go on for more than two minutes on this stuff because it's kind of good, and they meant it. You know, it wasn't just people wanting to get me off track or anything like that. Uh, my students actually meant that. So, um, you know, when COVID happened and we were home, like all of you were. Uh, I had all the time in the world to, to do that. So that just kind of started resonating. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to go for this, I'm going to have to do it now. So I started, you know, and it was not so good. Episode one is, you know, there's no title on it. It's just called episode one. I didn't know what I was doing, but, uh, but that's how I started. And now I'm, I go by seasons now, season one, season two. And those are in school years. And that's kind of evolved. Um, Actually, I started by calendar year. So January uh, 1st was season two. So I'm up to episode 51. This will be 51. Um, But yeah, we'll talk about how teachers can use them in a little bit. So actually, we're going to talk about it now. Um, Why should a teacher start a podcast? You know, when I asked you guys, there's probably 75 people in here. And I said, how many of you are thinking about doing it? And there was half the room probably raised their hands. Um, most podcasts fail after 10 episodes. Very few people make it past 10 episodes. Um, I would recommend if you're going to start one, do a lot of writing, okay, Do a lot of writing and write 10 episodes at least, and then record them and see how it feels. You'll know if you like it or don't like it. Um, but it's it's very, very much a step out of your comfort zone kind of thing. so um, I think you can, You can fill in gaps where, you know, if you were, say, a history teacher and you wanted to talk and, you know, the bell cuts us off as teachers all the time. You know, you like you wish there was more time to go deeper into something. This would be a great thing for a podcast, you know, Um, and keep it local. You could keep it within the school, too you know, with your students and who knows, because you think it's just the people in the school or whoever your friends listening to it. But I've got, you know, I've got emails from people in India that listen to my show India, like, okay, but you know, so it's, people are searching for niche things. And if you talk in great detail about some battle and history, people will listen to it. They will. Um, you can offer different perspectives by interviewing people. This is something that's changed my whole outlook on education. Um, I you know, I gave you guys handouts and there's a bunch of QR codes on there. Um, it, you know, you can just hold your camera over it and you'll go to the first one is the actual website, ta podcast.net, where you can find all the answers. And so you can if you you know put your camera over um, any of the first two, you'll go either to my blog which I just started like two weeks ago. Um, and it's about, it's basically this presentation in, in painful detail in, in written words. And I, I copied it and some of the people in the front have it. Um, but, you know, I the thing that's majorly changed it, if you go to that website, you'll see a thing called Where Are They Now? And so I've been a teacher for 29 years and I just interviewed a student that graduated in 2006 and it's so wild because it's like, they just walked out of the room and they they came back in to my classroom. And then I interviewed them and they, they you know, the kid works for the Cleveland Browns and Ohio university. And it's just, it's like a time machine. And, and to do that, ju- if you just did that, interviewed former students so that your current students can learn from the wisdom of people who have, you know, learned things the hard way after they graduated or whatever, That has been probably the most rewarding thing I've ever done. So that's something, the second bullet point there. Um, The third thing is probably what I focus on most, which is called offer your perspective on stuff students need to hear. Um, Personally, I think too often we hallmark card everything and we sugarcoat everything and we don't get honest with high school students enough and say, hey, if you keep doing this, it's not gonna end well, you know? Um, and so when they ask me these these questions, you know, my my answers to them, that's why I say I answer them in the most no-nonsense way possible. I try to just cut the bull crap out of it and, you know, tell them how I've learned it the hard way and I know other people that have, and and it's just a, a neat little perspective there. But there's three ways you can use it. Why do people listen to podcasts? Okay. So people are interested in two things. I'm convinced two things. And the first thing is probably the most important, but the other thing is a close second. The first thing that's the most important is the content that you're presenting. Um, If if, the keywords value in a podcast, if you're not providing value, no one's going to listen. If you're providing value, people will listen. You just keep throwing it out there. You just keep pumping the positivity into the world. That's the secret with and you ask nothing in return all those qr codes i know when you saw it you think i was trying to sell you something there's nothing for sale on this paper i am a high school teacher there's nothing for sale on there um i i just you can listen to it i think you'd level up if you did Uh, i think there's a neat perspective there but but there's nothing for sale throw it out there people will grab onto it they really will this is that's hard to do because we want to be famous right we all need it now um you, will, you are doomed if you're going to start podcasting with that attitude. I guarantee you, you're going to fail. And this is the no-nonsense part I keep talking about. So you have to just be prepared to, like I said earlier, suffer through it. You know, maybe no one listens to it the first time. And, you know, that's real, you know, super um, hard on the ego. But you just kind of keep putting it out there and eventually it'll it'll catch on. A little traction. That's the thing. And the other thing is you. You are interesting. You are. You are interesting in some way. I guarantee you. Every single person sitting in this room and listening to me right now can start a podcast on something that they're into. Okay. So don't think that you're not interesting or you're, you know, I'll go into um Did I skip a slide? No. Uh, Let me go to this one first. Um, What hurdles do you need to get over? So if you're thinking about starting one, and a lot of you are, the very first thing I hear all the time is the sound of your own voice. People hate the sound of their own voice. Everybody hates the sound of their own voice. Um, But if you're going to podcast, do it and listen back to it. You will improve if you do that. Listen back to it maybe a couple times um, in your editing process, um, listen back to it. Um, but but you have to get over that. Your voice doesn't sound weird to other people. It's just you. Um, the the second thing hurdles you need to get over if you're going to start one is being judged by other people. This this PowerPoint's on my website too. If you just hit the QR code on the top, there's a giant yellow button. You can hit that and the PowerPoint will pop up. So I know a lot of you guys are you know writing notes real fast, but that's fine too. I learned by writing. Um, being judged by others. That's, yeah. I mean, you're going to face that. What you say, especially if you are crazy enough to talk, which I don't, about politics. You will not win if you do that. You're going to alienate half, is what you're going to do. So, you can talk about touchy things. Like, I have an episode, I kid you not, called, Why Do People Love and Hate Donald Trump? There's Right in there. Just just jump right in it. But if you listen to it, there is no politics in it. I talk about archetypes and it's a pretty interesting episode, I think. You can find it if you just scroll through the, the different things. The website's pretty graphical so you can see it. Uh, saying something that will get you in trouble. Yes. Uh, red alert on that. Okay. Because you could. If you say the wrong thing, assume it's going to be recorded. Assume it is. It, you know, if you put this out there and I hit the uh, upload button, um, assume that you have to stand behind what you said and assume people are going to record it and, and, and take it out of context and, and chop things and say, well, he said this and all that. And that's a hurdle you're going to have to get over. So you want to keep it pro. And I'll tell you how to do that in a minute. Um, and the other hurdle is to just keep writing. Just keep writing. Not, maybe not as physical, but a lot of the writing happens in the mind, too. Okay, let's go back to this. The three levels of security that will serve you very well. Okay, so first level of security. When you right before you hit the record button, you I visualize this is what I do. I visualize my students sitting in front of me. Okay, can I say into this thing what They're, you know, if they're in the room, would I say it in my classroom? In other words, the second thing is act like your students' parents are in the back of the class. You act like they're sitting back there just waiting on you to screw up. Just waiting, you know? People love to nail teachers, right? They just love it. Um, And the third thing is act like you were speaking. So you take your students and the parents and you sit them in a church, all right? If you can cover that, Now I know maybe that that's, did I just take all the fun out of it, right? Did I take all the fun out of it? Well, if you're a professional educator, um, that that's what I'd recommend to you. I really would. And you can say all kinds of things, but you want to keep it pro. You really do. Okay. So now we're going to get into the equipment. So how to record your podcast. Well, um, i have all the pictures of everything i'm using here so i again i am trying to model um how to do this and you guys are i'll be tearing this down real quick after q a to get somebody else is going to be coming in here um but uh as far as microphones this isn't yeah it is this is a this is a wireless version here this is a shure sm58 Uh, i got a picture there there's the two mics i have I'm talking. This one is a Heil PR40. That will set you back about 300 bucks. Um, worth it. You see it all the time in radio stations and in on podcasts online. You even see like Twitch streamers with these things now. Or the other really popular one is the Shure SM7B, which is what Joe Rogan uses. If not everybody's watched him, I know. So if you look at his, I would say that mic. I have one of those as well but i prefer this one for my voice i think if you got a little bit deeper voice this one wins if you're a little bit uh non-deep or whatever you want to call it probably an sm7b or this this little hundred dollar sure sm58 if if i put headphones on you and listen to the playback of both of these mics you would be hard to tell the difference this thing is a beast and that's why you see every concert video you've ever seen the per- people in concert are singing into a Shure SM7B it's a hundred bucks and you can drive a nail into the wall with it the thing is a tank love it for the money um, XLR cables so that's that's these things you will need that um, there's also getting more and more popular with podcasting because equipment manufacturers are would be stupid not to jump on that so I know Shure that's S-H-U-R-E makes one I'm going to screw the they make a usb version you know that plugs right into your laptop that plugs right in there and they have a bunch of software with it and it's about 250 bucks i can't remember the number s it's like sm this is the word pod this is the worst podcast ever right now because i can't remember the name of it but you can google it uh, just sure USB mics. SM7 or something like that. It's like 250. Those blue Yetis right there. I don't know if anybody has one. Uh, those things will pick up everything in your room. Like if the dryer kicks on in the other room, you'll hear your dryer during your podcast. That's why I would recommend a dynamic mic. That's what this is called. These are both dynamic mics. And this has a windscreen on it. With The, the point of this thing here is to get rid of the P's and the B's so it doesn't... It's called Plosives. This is an investment I made uh, Christmas, actually. It's called the Rodecaster Pro. If It is the Tesla of podcasting. Every, every famous Twitch streamer has one sitting right beside them right now. And the reason why is, you can run four separate headphone jacks in it. You can have four guests, four microphones, four independent headphone levels. Uh, it's got eight eight sound effects thing there you'll hear that one if you listen back to it. Um, you can adjust all the things and it's got uh, onboard um, audio processing. So right now when I'm talking into this it's being compressed I'm getting technical at a ratio of three to one and so which is a lot but it allows me to get loud and it'll smash it a little bit so it's not super like when you're listening to it in your car it sounds real good um but that's a Rodecaster Pro I, 600 bucks for that. Now, I have budget setup. So if you're looking for a budget setup, again all this stuff is on um the second QR code there on on that in great detail. Um the rate Scarlett 2i2, I have one of those as well. Um it will you hook um a mic like this into it. If you did that and then that the Focusrite Scarlett goes into your PC via USB. That setup that you're looking at right there, the 2i2 and the SM58, 250 for all that. 250, and you could get pro sound. Now, there's a difference, right? Why else do you listen to podcasts? Because you want it to sound good. You don't want it to sound like someone's talking in their phone, you know? Um, by the way, an extreme budget setup would be to just say talk right into your phone record that file and upload it you could do that and I'm sure there are people 50 million times more famous out there than than I ever will be that just do that you know so as far as editing goes uh, I use Adobe Audition um, that is not free that's one of those subscription based things um, but I really really like it I'm getting decent at Adobe Audition I would recommend it Uh, If you want to use a free version, I've used this a lot. Some of the earlier episodes of my podcast were recorded with audacity. Um, So it's, it sounds good. It's an open source thing. It's free audacity. I don't know if you've ever used it, but pretty easy to use now for this is, this is the MVP right here anchor. So I'm going to, I'm going to plug them. Um, There are no sponsors on this podcast, but um, anchor is, is the way to go. If if you're going to start a podcast, this is your jam right here. It is free. I've used it for 113 episodes. It has never glitched on me ever. Um, They answer emails, which all that I could stop right there. Um, But they distribute it to Apple, Spotify, Google, Overcast. There's so many, like eight or nine different platforms. And I think that's plenty. Um, most people, the big three, of course, are Spotify, Google and Apple. Um, but Anchor, I just put that like tomorrow morning, I'll wake up, I'll save, I'll edit this file a little bit and I'll just upload it, just like you're uploading something to Google Classroom. And just just like that, um, it's out there and it'll notify you, it'll pop right up on some, your phone wherever you are. Alright? Um, yeah, I can't say any, there, there's so many other ones, the only drawback to Anchor, I would say is a lot of people are very, very interested in their numbers, right? Of how many downloads they're getting and where these downloads are coming from. Like if you do something like Lisbon, um, pod you're going to pay a monthly rate, maybe 14 bucks a month for that, but you will know who downloaded it. Like it, you won't know the name, but it'll, you know, maybe there is three people in India. You'll know exactly where they, where that IP address came from. This will not do that and they w- yet, but but it's free. And that's why I really like it, and it's so easy. Um, it also gives you a web page, too. Uh, Anchor has their own little web page. Now, what you see there, ta tapockets.net, that's used um, with Squarespace. I made that with Squarespace. I wouldn't recommend, by the way, waiting until you have 80 episodes like I did to start a website. If you're serious about it, you definitely should have a website. Um, there, I've said it. Okay. Uh, YouTube, get a YouTube degree. Like I did, you know what that is, right? A YouTube degree on Squarespace or, uh, Wix is another decent one. Uh, one of those two is what I would recommend. Um, if you're going to make a website, website, start first with 10 episodes, get 10 episodes under your belt and just go for it. This is the thing here. Marketing. Welcome to, uh, losing all of your time. Uh, marketing your podcast is what takes longer than anything else. Um, you know, if you make the greatest podcast ever, no one will listen to it. <laughs> you know, like nobody is going to listen to it unless you tell them about it. And if you tell your Facebook friends and you've got 800 Facebook friends or something, well, then maybe, you know, a few of them will listen to it and you get people sharing it. That's where it's at. Um, I would recommend trying to get guests on your show just to interview them so that they can help cross share it that's where you really start getting uh downloads but you know the normal the usual suspects there instagram um i don't do tiktok i should but i don't i love tiktok though i can make two hours go by with tiktok like as good as anybody i don't know if you're laughing or not probably twitter um and an email list an email list um speaking of email list i also don't have one of those (laughs) but i probably should i've got a uh a list of coworkers that that I send this the stuff to, the links and stuff. If you would like to get on that list, I will blind carbon copy you. Um, you can go to the website with the QR links. If you hit, there's a button that says Contact Me. If you want to be added to that list, hit the contact. You cannot miss it. It's got a picture of this microphone in my wall in my house. Um, and you send me an email, I'll put you on that list. I promise. And I won't spam you or try to sell you crap. But expect twice a week to get a little thing. I make little graphic things for all my episodes as well. Um so yeah, that is basically what I do to record a podcast. I do a lot of writing. Um I went through a phase where I was doing something called morning pages. Have you ever heard of that? Anyone? Morning pages. Couple in the back. Okay. If I swear to you that is a superpower like if you do morning pages episode 3 of season 2 I go into detail about how I do that season 2 episode 3 um, more, it's called morning pages it's where you get up in the morning and you write two pages and you just let your brain dump on paper you will write the best stuff about page two. First page is garbage and just page two your creative brain kicks in and you write all the good stuff and that's probably where the most the majority of my um episodes have come from that and just taking questions and answering them um all right so tapodcast.net is where to find all the stuff um if like i said if you are joining me listening for the first time welcome welcome um subscribe to my show I would love it if you did that. A five-star review on Apple Podcasts is would would be the best way to say thanks. Um, all of you guys in attendance here in the room today in Columbus, Ohio, thank you very much. And uh, people listening at home, thank you very much. Share it with a friend, and I will talk to you soon. You have been listening to Teacher Answers. If you would like to submit a question, drop me an email at teacheranswers@gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor podcast site, anchor.fm slash teacher answers.